Welcome to the Nate Show. This is the Nate Show podcast. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that. You can follow me on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nate Cox Comedy, where they can keep up with stand-up comedy events, YouTube projects, and other things such as that. There is a separate podcast page that'll be at the Nate Show podcast on Facebook. And just in case you're not sure how you stumbled upon this podcast, it is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, TuneIn Radio. You can even ask Alexa, say, hey, Alexa, play the Nate Show podcast and she'll just start playing it. How about that? So I appreciate you tuning in. Let's get right into it. So yes, thank you for tuning in to this video version of the Nate Show podcast. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Uh, I appreciate that. I think I mentioned that in the intro. I don't even remember at this point. My brain's so fried. But by the time that you're watching this, I will have just performed the night before, uh, did some open mic comedy at JRH Brewing in downtown Johnson City. So that's something um, to keep a lookout for. There's a lot of funny comedians coming through. Even if you're not interested in hearing me tell jokes, there's a lot of people. Uh, we got people coming from Knoxville uh, that I've made friends with I'm excited about. And speaking of, next Friday, the 26th, um, a Gypsy Circus in Kingsport, Tennessee will have a... Uh, kind of a Game of Thrones roast. I forget what the exact event's called, but it's on Facebook. If you're following me on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, you've seen me post about that already. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Anyone that's a fan of the show, or even if you're not a fan of the show, just come on out and have a drink and have a good time. Now, I've not had a good time uh, the past few days. And it's mainly because, look, I'm no stranger to saying and doing stupid things. But... <clears throat> Other than getting over the allergies and the cough that I've had, as you can tell, so if I clear my throat a lot, I apologize. But there's a lot of things going on in the news and just in general in pop culture or whatever that is really annoying to me. Now, I'm not going to talk about the president. I'm not going to talk about, you know, the send her back chant. I'm not going to talk about that. There are places you can go to hear about that. I'm not someone you want to hear, you know, you don't want to hear from me about stuff like that now. Something kind of government-related is um, Area 51. Now, I don't know in today's world, in today's America, if this is something that is serious or not. I know a lot of people have signed up on Facebook. For those of you that don't know, um, there is an event, I believe it's in September, to raid Area 51 which if you're not aware of that, it's like a top secret facility where there's believed to be, you know, aliens and stuff like that, alien research, outer space research, whatever. And first of all, that's not a place that I want to go to. Um, now, again, maybe it's just a joke and the Facebook event says they can't stop all of us, you know, and, and maybe that's true. Uh, but I would say that U.S. military is pretty good at riot control, and that's not something I want to test. Like, I'll sit back. Y'all want a Facebook live stream, and I'll watch <clears throat> if y'all are really going to do it. But I'm out on that. And where it bothers me is, you know, you have people complain about stuff all the time. You know, they go, well, why is it that I'm paying my tax dollar? Like, I'm paying all these taxes, but I don't know where the money's going, which is a good question. You're driving around, you run over that pothole. You're like, now I'm paying all these taxes and I like that pothole still hasn't been fixed yet. I got news for you. That pothole's never getting fixed, by the way. And if it does, it'll take five weeks to fill it. Because that's how the government works, especially local government. Um, I've ranted before, and I'll get back on track here in a second. 
but I've ranted before, if you follow me on Facebook or whatever, about the idea that downtown Johnson City, Tennessee is growing a lot, uh, especially over the last few years. There's a lot of stuff going on. Just this morning as I'm recording this, there was a, a landmark to commemorate um, that it's the birthplace of Mountain Dew, even though it actually isn't. That was in Knoxville, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so there's that. So we have exciting stuff going on in the city all the time, but it's hard to find parking. Um, at least in, in big cities that take themselves seriously, you can usually find a parking spot because there's a garage. You may have to walk a mile to where you're trying to get, but there's at least like a, like a hotel-sized parking garage that you can get in. You know, you're going to find a place to park. Johnson City doesn't really have that. Uh, if you're downtown on a Friday or Saturday night, you might drive around 30 minutes to find a parking spot. You might risk it and park in a handicapped spot and, and sort of play roulette that way. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where, um, I'll be honest with you, I completely lost my – I said I'd get back on track. I had a way I was going to tie it back to Area 51. But I think that the, the idea of the Area 51 thing is so stupid to me that my brain just sort of wiped it out. And that's the excuse. That's my story. That's what I'm going to stick to because – I don't really want to find any aliens. I don't really, um, I'm fascinated by outer space. I love movies about space travel and documentaries and stuff, but you know, if, if there are some aliens and some creatures being hidden, I've seen the hills have eyes. Um, and I don't really want that to happen. I've seen the walking dead. I don't want that to happen. There's some things that I'm afraid of. Uh, but what's interesting to me, and this is where I was going with this is there are so many people that, We'll sign up for stuff like that that will um you know they'll get on facebook and they'll sign up to raid area 51 and they'll talk about it and maybe some people take it serious but there are bigger problems uh that amount of effort could be put towards a lot of different things um again i said i wasn't gonna get political but children being kept in cages just because they're not white and they're not from here that's something we should probably like take more seriously seriously um what if the same amount of people that signed up for the area 51 raid signed up to clean the trash out of the ocean or at least your local lake your local river you know go pick up some some dasani bottles and, and gatorade bottles or whatever that's a better use of time and um speaking of bottles that's a good uh transition um this why Snoop Dogg said it pretty well in a video that I uh, watched the other day. Why are there always these new stupid challenges? If you haven't seen the bottle cap challenge, it's where someone will loosen a lid, you know, like like this, and someone will do like a roundhouse kick, and it'll spin the lid and knock it off. Um, that's cute and all, but I get tired of seeing it. it. After it's done once or twice, like on your Instagram or Twitter feed, it ceases to be entertaining or fun or cute anymore. I love that Sophie Turner um, got angry like on her Twitter and she just was like, here's how you, here's how you take a cap off a bottle. And she just unscrewed it and took a drink of it. Like, like what are we doing? Like how easily amused are we? Like how stupid are we? Like if, if you've not seen the movie idiocracy yet, you should really, it's a kind of like a cult classic movie. It like, I don't even know if it was in theaters. I just remember renting it on DVD like over 10 years ago. And it's basically about how America in the future is so stupid that if you have just an average IQ, you're considered like the smartest person on the planet. 
And so, um, like, there's a scene where the guy, like, he gets sent to prison or whatever. And there's a line, like, accepting prisoners in. And then there's a line um, of people, like, being released. And he goes up to the guard. He goes, I'm sorry. I'm in the wrong line. I'm supposed to be in, um, in that line. The guard goes, okay. And lets him <laughs> just lets him leave. That's where we're headed with all these challenges. And um, here's the thing, like, and this is, you know, my next transition. This won't be a long episode, lucky for you. Um, there's all these things. The Internet becomes just such a breeding ground for um, the same stuff. It's, it's one of the reasons I get irritated about sports coverage is because it's all just people arguing and yelling at each other. And a lot of times your opinion on anything isn't actually your opinion. It's echo chamber. It's what you've heard somewhere. You haven't really taken the time to educate yourself. I'm so tired of the selfie generation. Everyone doing the same. Remember a few years ago when it was the fish face, duck face, whatever? Um, this podcast is going nowhere fast, by the way. But those are the things that, like, they just bother me. And, like, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe I'm unreasonable. And if you're still watching this, maybe you're thinking... Nate, who uh, who died and made you an authority on what's funny and what's original? And that's a fair question. I always say humor is subjective. And so if I'm in the minority here, I can live with that. But um, my thing is just do something that... Here's the thing. If you think your picture of you as an old person is funny, I may not think so. I may not think it's original, but if you enjoy it, <clears throat> that's really what matters. And But that's the thing, though, is we're so consumed with, and this is leading into a serious topic that I want to end with here in a minute. We're in such an environment now where we're all, it's kind of like I said, we're borrowing everyone's opinion. We're so consumed with people literally liking us we want those hearts on instagram we want people to click like on our facebook post we want that so bad that we're consumed with it um i'm pretty sure black mirror the tv show on netflix has an episode about that where we're just so consumed with that that um i forget the name of the episode but it's got bryce dallas howard and alice eve in it and it's like basically they're trying to raise their rating everyone in the world has a rating much like much like you would have like if you were an uber driver or whatever and the higher your rating the better house you can afford the better this and that and it's not far from kind of where we're at mentally we want so badly to be accepted and liked and loved that we'll we'll just copy everyone else you know i've always um and i've been guilty of it a million times but I've always had a thing for people and things that are different they're a little bit weird that are you know you they're considered weird and, and they're they're, they're kind of out there you know and those are the people that end up changing the world like those are the people like the kid that you made fun of in middle school for being weird and dressing differently from everyone else like that's the guy that you're probably going to end up working for one day or the girl you're going to end up working for. Like, that's the person that changes the world. That's the person that does really big things with their life. Uh, because they're not consumed with beating, like, marching to the beat of your drum. They've got their own beat rocking, and it's a pretty good one. 
and uh, you know those are the people that I like associating with those are the people that's why I love getting out like I'm recording this on Friday I love getting out tonight and getting around um, other comedians and other people doing the same things I'm doing because we're all a little weird we're all a little different and I don't think any of them would mind me saying that you know uh, most comedians are willing to have enough self-awareness to admit that like yeah this is kind of a strange way to try to make money and, and get myself out there um, it's a different life it's a it's a different way of thinking but you know I love it I don't think there's anything better in life than being able to not just Eddie Murphy said it really well on um, the episode of comedians and cars getting coffee which I strongly recommend even if you don't watch that show just watch that episode um, by the way uh, Eddie reportedly getting a 70 million dollar offer from Netflix to come back and do a stand-up special so anyway um, you know he said it well he said not just to be able to make people laugh but to change their entire mood and how they felt that day that's a special feeling so if, if I can do that at all I'm that's like my goal in life that's why I wanted to do it to begin with and to be around other people that are kind of chasing that you know I mentioned it on the video, the interview that I did with Tara Smith, uh, which is available. If you're watching this on Facebook right now, um, if you go back through my post, you'll see a link. Um, you should see a link to my YouTube channel pretty nearby, however you're watching this. And if you're watching this on YouTube, obviously on the same channel, that interview with her is on there. But we were talking about how no matter what you're doing in life, maybe you don't relate to being a comedian or, or creating a podcast or whatever, but if you're uh, an athlete or if you're you know a banker or a lawyer whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is you're passionate about when you get around other people that are passionate about that it's the the term iron sharpens iron and that becomes it becomes so consuming you know business people especially when you're especially when you're talking money when you talk about all the different ways you can you know, leadership and all this stuff like those environments are you know, they're so valuable so no matter what it is, even if it's just about animals, you're a veterinarian or whatever, get around people, find people, find groups of people that are passionate about that and, and chase that. And um, I want to transition here um, as I begin to sort of wrap up a little bit. Um, I'm releasing this on July 20th for a reason. Um, and that's because on July 20th, 2017, uh, someone, now I usually don't, get upset about um it's unfortunate but i usually don't care a lot about um when celebrities uh pass away you know you, you'll see it all the time a singer or an actor or some somebody passes away and there's a lot of facebook posts about all oh, this person i'm gonna miss them or they meant so much and maybe they did you know i know i was critical earlier in this episode about stuff like that but maybe they did but i've just never felt that i'm just like you know and then Everyone goes on iTunes or whatever, and they buy his albums or her albums, and or they go watch the movies, and it becomes a thing. And then it's like, you know, a week later, you're you're over it. You don't even remember what happened. Um, so, July twentieth, two thousand seventeen, um, Chester Bennington of Lincoln Park took his own life. Uh, he had been on vacation with his family. There's actually a video circulating on Facebook about. It was like taking the night before this happened. He was with his family, and they were doing that thing, the the jelly beans that taste like, like one of them, like they're both red. One of them tastes like cherry, and one of them tastes like blood, or so, I don't know, like as an example. Or 
there's one of them that's buttered popcorn flavor, the other's vomit, you know, like it's one of those and you're kind of playing a game, you don't know which one it's going to be, <clears throat> anything like that. And uh, so it's them playing that game and having fun and then the next morning uh, the band had a photo shoot in, I believe it was in California, I've got it um, here somewhere, anyway, I had some notes but I, that kind of misplaced that one, but anyway, um, goes back home and told his wife, you know, I've just got to go do this photo shoot, whatever. I'll see you later or whatever. And, um, he was discovered. Um, he hung himself in the, I believe it was in the kitchen. And he had died in a similar manner to the way his buddy, uh, Chris Cornell had, uh, had died and taken his life. And it was exactly two months to the day. So that's always... <clears throat> kind of a weird thing to think about maybe he was just uh overcome thinking about that and everyone you know the autopsy showed trace amounts of alcohol in chester's blood and there's some conspiracy theories out there that connect the chris cornell thing and i don't want to get into that right now i think the important thing is that he that chester had issues with depression and anxiety and different things throughout his entire life um, being sexually abused as a child um those things stuck they, they stick and the music was such an outlet I actually have a quote here and it's the reason um, that I love Lincoln Park and I'll tell the personal story after I read this quote but Ben Beaumont Thomas of The Guardian wrote his cleanly articulated tales of emotional struggle gave millions the sense that someone understood them and the huge sound of his band around him magnified that sense, moving listeners from the psychic space of their bedrooms into an arena of thousands of people who shared their pain. Now, when I read that quote, I was reminded of where I was and how I was exposed to Linkin Park. Now, I had heard um, a couple of their songs on the radio. I believe I was in sixth grade, and it was cool. You know, I listen to a lot of alternative rock along with pop and hip hop. I was kind of all over the place. And a friend of mine uh, kept saying, you got to listen to these guys. These guys are great. Like, they got an album out. It's really good. I think you'll dig it. And I just kept going, nah, I'm, I don't care. You know, much like I am with everything. I just, if someone's promoting it or talking about it, you know, you got to watch Stranger Things season three. I don't know. I'm good. So anyway, he keeps talking about it and I ignore him and I go to school one day a really just rough day um, bad day and I'd had some thoughts um, some suicidal thoughts um, <clears throat> in the days and the months leading up to that it's a lot of stuff going on and and like I want to talk to my family about it I didn't want to talk to anybody about it and I just thought I, like why am I even here you know and I remember getting off the bus and then going in the house and I was, had the key to the house. I was home by myself and I just, I, I was deep in those thoughts. I just thought, what if, you know, whatever. And I had this moment of just like anger wash over me and I, I took my backpack and I threw it as hard as I could on the ground and I heard a crunch. What was that? And I unzipped a little thing and it was the CD the Lincoln Park CD. And I thought, and it was like, the case was like broken and stuff. So I was like, now I'm have to get him another CD, you know? And so 
I put the CD in, and as I'm listening to it, I just became entranced by the lyrical content. And I was like, this is a guy, the way he's he's screaming and yelling, but then he's coming into other songs, and he's super soft, and he's evoking all these different, like he has all these different ranges of emotions and, and vocals, and it was really touching me. And I listened to it like over and over again on my little Walkman, and I... I, um, I remember the next time, like my mom and I, I think it was, went to Walmart. I went and bought another copy of the CD, and I gave him that good copy back. Or gave him the good copy. I kept the broken one, and um, I ended up buying a good copy, which I've got behind me on that little shelf back there, uh, along with pretty much every other Lincoln Park album. But that I don't know. Like I felt at the time, and still feel like the lyrics and stuff may have saved my life, and. So whenever, and Linkin Park's music always did that for me, always sort of took me out and I could relate and this and that. And so I just remember being on my phone the day that he took his life and seeing that come across Facebook. And you're so used to fake news now that I was like, no, nah, no way. And I kept scrolling and I kept seeing it and I just broke down and I was, I was crying and I was hurt. And I just, cause I just remember thinking like the dude was there for me when I was having those thoughts, I wished some way I could have been there for him in the house or something to stop him. Like, um, and so it's rough and it's the thing. And, and their most recent album came out a couple months before and it's called one more light. And the title track, one more light talks about just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't there. And the song's about people, um, that want to take their life and if no one cares about you uh i do and i listened to that song on repeat uh, when it came out and then of course after he passed away and it's hard to listen to it and not become super emotional um and it's the truth just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't there sometimes the people that on their first album there's a, a line that goes even the people who never frown eventually break down and you know, I know it's we're kind of in a, a weird and kind of a sad space right now. But I I know that there's someone listening or that will listen or watch that. Maybe it's subconscious. Maybe you think, man, it, like <clears throat> life sucks, and it does. Maybe you're struggling with different. Maybe you're dealing with. <coughs> excuse me. I don't know what you're dealing with, to be honest with you. I'm kind of at a loss of words because I know how tough it is to articulate those feelings. But there was a popular song that came out a year or two ago. And the name of it was the phone number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, there are people available at that number. Um, and for reference, and I'll put it up on the screen, it's 1-800-273-8255. There are people there that will help you deal with um, suicidal thoughts. There's also people there that will help you deal with if you want to just talk about, okay, well, I'm not suicidal, but I have a, a drug issue. I have alcohol issues. They'll, if they're not equipped to handle that conversation, they know exactly who to point you to to get you there. So if you're one, somebody that's listening or watching, again, 1-800-273-8255 um, is the number for that. And... I would just strongly recommend if you've ever had those thoughts um, or anything like that or know someone, um, they're also equipped to do that too. Like, hey, it's not for me, but a friend of mine. Uh, because they're used to taking those phone calls where someone will say, hey, look, 
I have a friend that's doing this or they're dealing with this. How do I help? I'm asking for a friend. How do I help this person? And nine out of ten times I would say the person on the other end goes, they're talking about themselves, but I still need to be here for that person. Okay, well, let's say your friend is doing this. Okay, now here's how I would help your friend. They're, they're going to be there. So maybe if it, if it generally is for or genuinely is for your friend, they're there for that. But you can even approach that if you don't feel comfortable saying, hey, look, I'm, I want to kill myself. Like you may have a you may be able to do it that way. I don't know. But that's really important to me. And um, I wanted to do that today. This isn't, I don't ever want the podcast to be this uh, bleak or sad all the time. But I feel like that's really important, especially on the day that I'm releasing it. Uh, that matters a lot to me. So um, I would really appreciate, um, I don't care if you, of course, I want you to like, rate, and subscribe and all that on the video and the podcast and this and that. But it, more than anything, I want you, if you're someone that needs help or if you know someone that does need help, please get it. It's there. Uh, it's free. It's not going to hurt you at all. And um, but there's a lot of ways that people choose to medicate and deal with things. And if it works, it works. But I hate taking those chances because a lot of times the, that self-medication can lead to even worse results and a lot of times death. So I don't want that for anyone. But <clears throat> there's no real smooth way to um, exit the podcast at this point. So again, like I said at the beginning, um, uh, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Thanks for joining this first ever uh, video episode of the Nate Show podcast. And uh, I hope to have you back again next time. But if not, I get it.